Hey, Crystal. We're recording again. Hi, Davey. And we're doing this one in person as well. And it seems like... Um, so, piggybacking off of our previous episode, um, you actually came to my place and then you saw this funny little scribbles that I have on my whiteboard here. And then you started asking me about it. So, uh, why don't you give us a little context to that and then I can explain to you uh, a bit about what, sure. what the mumbo jumbo up there is all about sure so um there is a statement it says money and lifestyle is chased more so than winning and next to it is culture in all caps and you might be able to change players and the uniform but culture is going to be there yeah um and habits traditions beliefs and respect are, are the things that we celebrate and i just knew that for Davey to write this down, there's clearly something going in your head. The gears are turning. And the larger question, you, you know, we could go to umpteen Silicon Valley tech conferences, and there's always going to be a panel where someone talks about the importance of culture. I right. mean, at this point, there have been so many books written about it. You can Google Google it up the wazoo and see all sorts of media <clears throat> blog posts and, and statements and people talking about how important culture is. Culture this, culture that. But, like... You know, Davy, in, in your words, like what is the culture that they're referring to here? It's it's not like the active cultures in yogurt, right. like it's <laughs> right. right, like like what is the culture here, capital C, that you're talking about? Yeah, so I, I, I personally think that you know I'm a designer, but I still think that the best artists steal, um, and this was something that I saw in a video online. Um, from Isaiah Thomas, the older Isaiah Thomas, not the not the current one, uh, and he was talking about the culture of the Detroit Pistons back in the day when they were very ferocious, where they, you know, their defense was a shut them down defense, and they won like a championship um, with that, you know, very stifling defense, and it was really interesting because for him he's. You know, he's seen, like, that team evolve and other teams evolve, you know, for being, like, one of the veteran uh, ambassadors within uh, the NBA. And, you know, every year, you know, the players change. Um, You know, they come in and out of different teams. You know, certain marquee players stay in certain markets. But at the same time, culture to them, you know, for him was, you know, these four things, right? It's the habits that you that you work on on a daily basis the traditions of like the team itself the beliefs that everybody has about what success is or what matters most to them and then the respect for each other and for you know other teams as well uh, and and then finally the you know the world around them and to him those four things make up culture and the best way that he described it to me was that these four things are the things that we celebrate, right? We celebrate our good habits. We celebrate our amazing traditions of what has taken us to where we are today. We celebrate our beliefs of what winning together as a team means and what the world could look like. And then we celebrate the respect that we have for each other's skills, talents, and abilities that they bring aboard on this journey. And 
that really resonated with me. I think especially looking through like the lens of both myself as a person, but then also, you know, as an entrepreneur trying to build a company. And I got really excited when I was explaining this to you earlier, like off the mic. And it's because I think that you also have to have your own personal culture slash brand. Um, but then that has to fit into like a larger organism as you start expanding a team or building like a team or building a company or, you know, collaborating with other folks, right? Like, first of all, it starts with habits, right? It's good habits. Um, and, you know, piggybacking off of our previous episode, good habits is just practice of a thing that you genuinely care about. Um, you know, making three pointers, making free throws, like in the NBA world or working out every day or waking up early or what whatever it is, or having a good diet even, is a good habit. And you should celebrate that good habit every time you're successful with it. And then every time your habit breaks, you should get back on it because it's a good habit. And you should celebrate having that good cadence. That How do you practice. celebrate having a good habit? You reward yourself. Right? Like, what you should do is you should hold off something that brings you happiness unless all your habits have been checked for, like, the week. So I guess uh, a good way of doing it is like, say, for example, well, I love chocolate ice cream. Oh, me too. Yeah, it's pretty hard not to, <laughs> unless you're lactose intolerant. I just like ice cream. So if it's chocolate ice cream, I don't discriminate. Oh. If it's strawberry, I don't discriminate. Basically. Yeah, but say, for example, you really like chocolate ice cream. Now, if you have chocolate ice cream every day, then it doesn't become a celebration piece. But if you're saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to have this habit of a really good diet. My diet's going to be truly amazing. And then at the end of every week on a Sunday, I will have myself like an ice cream cone with chocolate ice cream, right? Like that is a good way of celebrating that good habit that you've had during the week. I see. Right. Um, Like working out every day. So then if you work out every day, like that's, you know, and you know, you like, I don't know, chilling out and like watching football on a Sunday. Then what you do is you work out every day so that you can chill out and watch football on Sunday, right? And then you don't have workout and you actually use that as your rest day because so your body should have that, right? Could and be doing this naturally they without could just even do realizing natu- exactly. it, right? Because they are tired or because they don't, you know, on Sunday after they go to church or whatever, they might want to just stay at home. That's correct. Maybe you don't have the budget to have ice cream every day, so you just eat it once a week. So right. these things could be happening organically. They could be, but the thing is also to identify it. Is that as a habit that you want to have for the rest of your life uh and for me it was just getting you know working out is like a big thing for me uh and it was just one of those things that you know i just want to feel like alive it it makes me feel happy uh and the funny thing is so why i got into fitness is a very interesting question or a very interesting story i used to weigh like 212 pounds So I was like for a five foot nine person. So, and it was not muscle. (laughs) This 212 was not muscle. Uh, Just as well. I wanted to be very clear about that. (laughs) And um, I was about to buy my very first pair of 38 jeans. And I don't know if you know that for guy sizes, 38 is pretty kind of big boy jeans. (laughs) And you're sitting there like, oh, like, because my 36 jeans just wouldn't fit anymore so I gotta level up and at that point I was like I don't feel great this is not like the lifestyle that I want so I should have better habits 
So by changing my diet and trying to find happiness in something else other than food. Like I still get happiness from food, but I need to find something that made me happier. And I found that through exercise, through cycling, through um, and, and just working out. I found happiness that actually was, which made me happier than eating a delicious meal. It was kind of crazy. Wow. Yeah, you're very fortunate. Right? That, yes. That you're that type of person and that you found a love for exercise. That I found a love for something. Yeah, and it could be anything, really, that would just make me happier than eating food. Like, like you know, yummy, unhealthy food, right? Like, every, you know, like, I love pizza. Like, and I love ice cream. And why can't I just eat pizza and ice cream every day? And then the quest for me was to find something that made me happier. So anyways, long story short, I lost 40 pounds as a result of that. And that's kind of my current weight range now, which was like a huge change. Um, <laughs> okay, Davey. Okay. Right? Yes. A huge change, right? <laughs> but, you know, like the and, – and going back to that, it's just like it's you, – you build good habits and then you can celebrate them because then you have to buy the large teams, whatever – um, very similarly, to, and and very similarly, it goes into like traditions, right? So these have to be habits that knowingly lead to a result. Traditions is a piece that looks backwards, right? Like at the past, at what you you who you were as a child, you know how you were brought up, how you were raised, um, you know culturally, like you know I'm, I'm Vietnamese, right? And I celebrate, you know, Chinese New Year, right? And it's just a tradition and I celebrate it because it's a tradition and because my mom cares deeply about it. My dad cares deeply about it. I've cared deeply about it since a kid and I love those red envelopes. And, you know, that is like a tradition and you celebrate that every time that tradition comes around too to remind you of where you came from. The beliefs is forward looking, you know, which is how do I think that the world should be tomorrow or how I should be tomorrow? And what are these fundamental beliefs and being okay with them changing but also celebrating as i help make that world or myself closer to that vision and finding ways of celebrating it sharing it with friends talking about it with you whatever it may be it's like a you know a way of celebrating mm -hmm. that i'm making progress and then finally i think respect comes down to you know knowing that like everybody's different that we all have our own different habits we all have different traditions we all have different beliefs mm -hmm. but respect basically keeps us grounded in knowing that not everybody's going to think like me and i don't want to force all of my habits traditions and beliefs on other people but at the same time you know i respect their opinions so that we can still create like this better world um and that to me is like a really good breakdown of culture that i just never heard of before and, you know, similarly to, uh, you know, building a, a great company, right? It's culture is, you know, the habits that you have, right? Um, so I think at, at Gusto, uh, you know, my former company was, you know, like everybody would take off their shoes upon going to the office. And it's just like a little habit that we would all do. So it would feel more homey. Um, and why? Well, that hits on to tr the traditions piece, right? Which is... Well, we started in a master bedroom down in Palo Alto, and you don't work in a in a kind of office space like that when with your shoes on. I know you're in someone's bedroom. You're in somebody's bedroom, right? Mm -hmm. you, you wear your shoes in your bedroom. That's weird, right? Some people, some, some people do. do. Some, I know. Yeah. But, mm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's more the, the 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 exception rather than the the rule. Um, and then the belief around it is, you know, well, we want to build a more homey, family-centered culture or um, feeling when you go to the office and that nobody is, like, above and beyond this. And then respect is just like, hey, why don't you just respect, like, that this is where we came from and this is a habit that we've just permeated throughout our entire history and that this is something that we deem as very valuable and that we want to keep. I have a question for you. Yeah. You've done a, a big part of hiring and building out teams at Gusto. Yeah. A lot of applicants out there are often looking at job descriptions and a bullet point is often, is a culture fit. Yeah. So in your experience, could you paint me a picture of the proportion of candidates that are just magically a culture fit? Maybe the proportion of of candidates that try to be what you want them to be and then others that just flat out are not culture fits. Yeah. Like what? What is break that? Break that down for me because I so, think that's something that people struggle with. Is how do they match up to the, that intangible standard? Because they're entering into an existing org, an existing culture. That's right. And I like to think of myself. I'm sure you think of yourself as well as as being good culture fits. But it's like, but to where? To where right? exactly? Like, I, like, I would never join the Hell's Angels uh, motorcycle gang. Right. I I'm just not a culture fit. Right. But for you know a tech company that's doing something really cool in like the journalism space, maybe right because I like what they're doing. But how? Like, can you speak to, to the degree yeah. to which someone has to change themselves to fit a culture? Or is it really an aspect of bringing out something that does exist in every person? So I think everybody evaluates culture a little differently. I'll, I'll just talk about it from how I did it. So at Gusto, we had a, it's kind of funny, we had a, it's called the Watermelon Team, which basically would interview people based on culture fit. And it, there's a reason why it's called Watermelon Team, but we can talk about that another time. Uh, but I was one of the members of that team. So it would allow a cross-functional member. So a salesperson would interview an engineer or an engineer would interview a marketing person. So somebody who's not on that team that that person's going to directly work on to assess like whether that person would be a culture fit. Uh, just to prevent bias of like, hey, we need to hire this person right now. Let's just shoehorn them in. So this is like kind of a check and balance on it. To me, culture is, you know, there's a lot of variables, but the the biggest one is it, it boils down to motivation and kind of like how you do something. So let me break that down. So I personally view that uh, motivation comes from within, right? Why do you want to do this job? Why do you want to be really good at this job? What sets you apart from other candidates who are applying for this job? Like, I think that all comes from within. And whatever story you have to tell yourself and me to justify that, uh, that desire is one big part of it. Because... Are you looking for authenticity of story or impressiveness of story or it's it like well i can suss out the authenticity part very quickly because mm-hmm. you're just going to say something that's very bland that's not personal to you is usually what a lot of people do well you know i'm like a really good designer because i've been doing it my whole life and i'm like thank you <laughs> that, that please th- give me more that tells me nothing right like i moved to silicon valley so i can actually practice design thank you that's not interesting what if it's the right? truth though that's fine. But why? 
well, I want to be in an environment this. I have contributed this. I actually met somebody who did this. I want, like, like, I want depth of story. I see. Because the job itself is a job, and it's going to be hard as hell, and it's going to suck at certain times. What you say that motivates you will get you through those valleys. And then those dark nights. And those dark nights, those late nights, those frustrating moments when your boss tells you to do a project that you really don't want to do, but you're like, there's nobody else to do it. Right. So this you should, this is your job. So do Looking it. For those storylines and those themes that will help make that person kind of a someone you can rely on. Exactly. It's it's like nobody joins the NBA to stand there and practice free throws. You're like, dude, this is boring. Everybody shoots free throws. Oh my gosh, why am I standing? And you're eventually you realize, um, yo, that's part of the game. And you have to show a desire to do all the little bullshit tedious monotonous things and enjoy those because at the end of the day how you execute is actually what matters right a lot of young folks are standing there and they're like i love strategy and i'm like dude everybody fucking loves strategy strategy is you sit there you come up with an idea you call it your own and you're like i strategized everybody does that like <laughs> i strategize exactly. <laughs> and you're like dude bro like cool so strategy gives you like you know strategy is like you know, aiming. Five, 5%. It's 5%. Execution's 95. It's 95, yeah. right? Because, like, you could have the best strategy, but if you can't execute worth shit, it doesn't matter, right? Right. right. I mean, like, plus people make decisions like that. Yeah. But it takes a lot of time to yeah. actually make it happen. Yeah. My strategy is that I want to eat this ice cream, but I can't bring the spoon to my mouth. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Like, you could have the best right. strategy that brings you happiness, but mm-hmm. you just can't execute on said strategy. Yeah. Right? So, um, so that's that. That's that first piece. And motivation is what I spend a lot of time on because motivation is the key crux of the question, right? Like, why do you want to join this company at this time with these people? How much homework did you do? How prepared are you? Because mm-hmm. I want to work with somebody who's well prepared, mm-hmm. right? Oh well, I didn't do any research about your company. <laughs> Great. Clearly so next care. time I'm going to have a conversation. Like this is a meaningful thing, right? Like hopefully your job is meaningful to you, but like. Next time we're going to have to talk about some feature, what are you going to do? Just show up to the meeting and wing it, right? Like how you prepare for an interview actually shows how you prepare for big, important decisions in life or even non-important decisions, but at least you're thoughtful about it, right? So, you know, what research have you done about our company and what in there excites you? I don't know, right? You tell me. (laughs) This is just a question and you can answer it in any way. But you have to show depth, preparation, understanding, like nuance, and then also like a sense of curiosity because you also know that you like and self-awareness that you don't have as much context as somebody who works in the company because you don't work in the company and you don't see our financials and you don't see blah, blah, blah. So that's piece one. It's motivation. The second is like how you do things or like the process because the process usually matters more than the result. With a good process, the result will be a lot more inevitable. Otherwise, you just get lucky. Mm-hmm. And hey, you know what? If you're lucky, that's great. Go buy some lotto tickets and like, you know, like Godspeed. But the process of how you do things is is so important. So I ask you to break down like, what is the most important decision of your life and how did you make it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know you. Mm. Tell me about that situation. 
And then tell me about the process that you went through to make that decision. And then I'm gonna poke at all. Well, did you consider this? And and like and then this how? This is how do you I met my husband. I went on 700 dates, and then I put them all in a spreadsheet, and then I filtered them all out based on geographic proximity and taste of wine and whether they want kids. Yeah. And then there was one guy left. <laughs> right. <laughs> Seems a little extreme, but like You're usually you know. asking for like work examples though correct like decisions right. or it doesn't to... matter about about life whatever and then you're like wow like this you know person like really went crazy on the dating and like the whatever but this woman's very data driven <laughs> in, in the scenario right yeah, like yeah. oh my gosh and and that's really important because then when it comes time to build this feature set or to hire a team to do this if you did that much rigor in your personal life you'll probably do that same rigor here if you do that same rigor in a previous company, you'll probably do the same rigorous exercise here, naturally, without me having to tell you. And I think that's the key part, right? Like, I want people who I work with who are just smarter than me. Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell am I doing working with people who are idiots? Like, it's not fun, right? Like, oh my gosh, like, and then I'm hurting cats. I want self-driven, motivated people who have their own systems and processes to ensure that they make good decisions with very little risk. And how do you make good decisions with very little risk is, well, you just don't overanalyze it. Or I'm sorry, you overanalyze it so that you can see all the ways that it can go wrong. And then you eliminate, find ways of eliminating each of those risks in a very methodical manner. So your interview, your interviewing became better in the sense that you knew more what you were looking for as you continued to hire. And as you continue to see, yeah, it's all interviewing. In. Interviewing, to be quite honest, is is a chore. It's practice. It's all practice. Like yeah. to get good at interviewing, it's just practice. I've interviewed over eight hundred people when I was at Gusto in like four and a half years, and I just got really good at it because eventually I just realized I don't know the answers to questions that I ask people personally, but then I would just eat, keep asking follow on questions to better understand how they came to that decision. What motivated you to be a designer? I don't know, but you better be able to defend that because when we go into a design review and you say that we should build this feature this way because you are using your expertise on it this way, then I ask you, well, why? And you can't defend that. Like I double click on it and there's nothing in that folder. <laughs> it's kind of a disaster, right? Like, like then, then at some point I'm like, so you just decided that for funsies <laughs> that you wanted to do this? Like that's not a good design decision. A good design decision is I talk to people and I talk to our customers and I found out that they behave like this. I then mocked it up and then I sent it in front of two other people who are not related to it and then got their honest feedback. I then, you know, did some Googling and I found five different examples of five different companies and how they handled this particular flow. And then based on all that data and then based on our own customer research and then talking to our engineering team, what would take the shortest amount of time to build and what took the longest time to build, I came up with this decision, which is in the middle ground of this and this, but it has features of this. And that is why this is the solution I'm proposing. And that's what makes a really great design. That you, you know, like you put up all, you throw all the Lego pieces on the ground and then you're like, let's collect all the red ones. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm going to be doing, right? Um, and, and that's what it takes to make good products. That's what it takes to be a good teammate. That's what it takes to 
be a good culture fit in my eyes uh, in like the team that I would want to have, right? A high performing team, severely motivated to do the best work of their lives that serves a very clear customer. You can't serve everybody because everybody's what like different. Mm-hmm. And that it just and that they're very thoughtful about the uh, the the work that they do. Uh so that's awesome. that's that. Thanks, Davey. <laughs> You're clearly very passionate. <laughs> yeah, especially around culture. So uh, looks like, uh, wow, that carried us pretty far, huh? <laughs> my my <laughs> monologue there. Till next uh, time, Davey. Till next time. All right. Maybe maybe next time we'll we'll have you do a, a monologue of something. <laughs> <laughs> to be or not to, to be. To be or not to be. Right. All right. That's the question. See you guys.